And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good One and Great Laughs, Season 3, Episode 18. And today's topic is Justice is not done until former Georgia DAs Jack Johnson and George E. Burnhill are behind bars. And we'll know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! Ladies and gents, once again, this is your boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Life, Season 3, Episode 18. Once again, the topic is, justice is not done until former Georgia DAs Jack Johnson and George E. Burnhill are behind bars. And today is Saturday, December the 4th. 2021 and the weather here in the city beautiful will be with sunshine and a few afternoon clouds clouds highers of 78 lows of 57 and once again ladies and gentlemen just i want to make a correction because my last episode for some reason i kept saying was episode 18 but it's not was episode 17 today is episode 18 my apologies i think I don't know what I was thinking about it, but I made a mistake. And when I made a mistake, I like to make a day correction on as soon as possible. So, my ladies and gents, before I jump right on the topic, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. And today I am drinking this awesome Merlot from Australia. The brand is called J- Jacob's Creek Classic. Merlot, vintage of 2020, and the wine was named after Jacob's Creek site of Johan Gramp's first vineyard. And this winemaker was since since 1847. And according to the label in the back, it says our winemaker tradition dates back 1847 when Johan Gramp planted his first vineyard on the back of Jacob's Creek, a medium body wine with ripe cherry, fresh plums, and black blueberry fruit flavors enhanced by subtle oak. Enjoy with your favorite pasta or cheese. And the alcohol percentage of this wine, it says here 14% by volume. I love it. I love it, the alcohol percentage. So, this is my first time drinking this Merlot, so you know the tradition here at Casa Casanova. So let me pour a glass. Very nice smell. Smell delicious.
It tastes very, very good, ladies and gentlemen. This is definitely a Merlot that I would recommend it. So those that like Merlot, you definitely will like this awesome Australian wine. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see the picture of what I'm drinking today, just go to my Instagram page, Casting Over the Comedian, or you can go to my Facebook page for Good Wine and Great Lives by Casting Over the Comedian, and you're going to see though the information about this wine today so ladies and gents let's jump right on the topic and the reason i decided to talk about this because you know my last episode was about the final verdict about ahmad arbery and also is that i call the sequel because justice is not completely done you know finally they are going after uh, the former Georgia, the, the Georgia District Attorney, Jack Johnson, you know, because she's the one that blocked everything. And like I said, Ahmad was murdered in, in February. It took three months after that video has been linked. If you had that video that I said in my last episode, if that video was not linked, those most were still out of jail living their best life. So, according to this C. NBC report written by Dan Mangan. The article's title is Former Georgia District Attorney Jackie Johnson Criminally Charged Over Investigation into Ahmad Arbery Shooting Death. And this article was published on September 2nd. And the key point of the article is a former district attorney in Georgia was indicted on charges of violating her oath of obstructing a police officer in connection with an investigation into the killing of Ahmad Arbery. Arbery, a black jogger, was gunned down by two white men who chased him in a truck. The attack was caught in on film by a third white man who was driving behind them in another truck. For Brunswick Judicial Circuit Prosecutor Jackie Johnson is accused of showing favor to one defendant in the shooting, Greg Michael, and blocked the arrest of Travis McMichael, Greg's son. So, the article goes as a former district attorney in Georgia was indicted Thursday. Remember, this article was written September 2nd, so that particular Thursday they're talking about. On charges of violating her oath of office and obstructing a police officer in connection with an investigation into the killing of Ahmad Arbery, a black jogger who was gunned down after three white men chased him in trucks. From Brunswick to the Judicial Circuit top prosecutor, Jack Johnson is accused of showing favor to one defendant in the killing, retired police officer Greg McMichael, 65 years old, who had worked for her as an investigator. The grand jury indicted indictment says Johnson recommended the appointment of another county prosecutor to handle the case without revealing that she had previously sought the assistance of that prosecutor in arbitrary investigation. 
Johnson also is accused of improperly blocking the arrest of Travis McMichael, Greg's son. The McMichaels had chased and shot Aubrey, 25 years old, in the truck on February 23, 2020, in Brunswick. The attack was caught on film by a third man, Willie Rudy Bryan, who was driving behind them in another truck. Travis McMichael shot Aubrey three times with a shotgun. Johnson was the DA at the time of the killing, although she disqualified herself from handling the case as a prosecutor, the grand jury indictment says she took several actions which ended up delaying the arrests of both McMichaels and Bryan. The case against Johnson was presented to the grand jury in Glynn County by Attorney General Chris Carr. Quote, our office is committed to ensuring those who are entrusted to serve are carrying out their duties ethically and honestly, unquote. Carrie said in a prepared statement Thursday, quote, we thank the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and Glynn County Grand Jury for their hard work. While an indictment was returned today, our file is not closed. We will continue to investigate in order to pursue justice, he said. The McMichaels, who have claimed they thought Aubrey was a burglar, ended up charged with murder in May 2020, after third prosecutor, the DA for Liberty County, took over the case. Brian was charged with murder later that same month. The three men who have pleaded not guilty are due to begin the trial in the next month. So, like I said, like I said this was before... The trial. So, and the article continues. Thursday indictment in April, both men, among along Brian, were charged with the federal hate crimes and attempt to kidnap him by a federal grand jury. So, you guys already know what happened. They always got guilty. You know, the son, the McMichaels, the son got the most charged. And if you want to know more, just listen to my previous podcast. Episode 17, you know the details of it. So, well, 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 listen. And also, I found... Now, who is George Burnhill? So that's the thing that a lot of people are not know. And I coach you the reports. You're going, to watch, you're going to listen to some information later on that in the blockchain. But this dude is basically is the guy that took, took over... The situation, man, he's supposed to replace Jack Johnson, but there's a whole lot of shenanigans about this man. And there's a website called www.burnhillmustgo.org. And who is George Burnhill? So, let me break it down here. According to this website that I founded, it says here, In this case, District Attorney... Burnhill determined he had a conflict in pursuing the investigation into Miss Arbery's death. At that point, his involvement should have ceased. Instead, District Attorney Burnhill wrote a letter, which has now become public, in which he offered gratuitous and detailed opinion regarding the hurdles 
to any prosecutor of the individuals involved in the shooting of Miss Arbery. It was written by statement was written by NDAA statement of district attorney recusal and comments on Ahmad Arbery case on May 9, 2020. So let's talk about this dude, Miss Barnhill, because to me he's really a piece of shit. So wrong convictions, intimidation, and voter suppression. So that's just some description description about this dude. So, and it says right here, after Ahmad Arbery was murdered by white vigilance, the local judicial system failed to deliver equal justice for Ahmad. For over five weeks, District Attorney George E. Burnhill sat on the investigation and failed to recuse himself from the case for obvious conflict of interest while presenting his biased opinion on the case to local officials. In his letter to the police department recommending against charging the vigilance who killed Ahmad, Barnhill not only claimed that the shooters act in self-defense when Aubrey was the one being pursued, unquote, he went so far as to blame Aubrey for being responsible for shooting himself while another man's fingers was on the trigger. Within days of the footage being made public, the McMichaels were arrested and charged. Burnhill claimed there was not enough evidence for a grand jury indictment, but a Glynn County grand jury indicted all three vigilants on June 24, 2020, and fathered hate crimes change charges are possible. Burnhill's conduct conducts. In this case was so egregious that Attorney General George ordered the in investigation by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the National District Attorney's Association, the NDAA, reprimanded him publicly for speaking on the case after he recused himself. While the uh, hashtag Barnhill Must Go Recall campaign his focus on conduct of arbitrage is worth not noting that this isn't the first time Mr. Burnhill has been on the wrong side of justice in his 36 years of a prosecutor. prosecutor. He has a history of aggressive prosecutions, intimidation, and defending flawed prosecution. So listen, let me just give a few cases about it. First of all, it say right here the district some of discover some of instances where DA Burnhill has denied Georgians equal protection under the law. The case of Elise Olivia Colley Person. She was I don't she she said, I don't know the time but at the time said she was city commissioner at Douglas, Georgia. In an attempt to intimidate black voters and suppress voters' rights in Douglas, Georgia, DA Barnhill's officer doggedly pursued commissioner person and charged her with voter fraud. In 2012, the commissioner person helped a first-time black voter understand how to work on electronic voting machine 
on the first day of early voting in the Barack Obama's re-election. When the 21-years-old 20, woman arrived at her local polling place, ready to case, cast her vote, ready to cast her vote, she realized she wasn't sure how to use the machine. She looked around for help and saw person, person Pearson, that's her last name, Mr. Levin Pearson. Pearson told the young woman how to operate the machine and where to put her car. At the poor worker's request, Pearson signed a form stating she's offered this simple guidance. It was a brief interaction to which neither woman gave or any further thoughts. Until 2016, with another presidential election looming, Coffee County prosecutors charged Pearson with multiple, multiple counts of felony voter fraud. If convicted, she faced up to 15 years in prison. Look at the shenanigans. Another one was Lester Johnson. On June 21, 2019, the 25-year-old Lester Johnson was hit by a driver, Ryan Wills, Acock. As he rode his bicycle in the community of Douglas, Georgia, Elester Elister did not survive his injuries and passed away on June 22, 2019. The family Elester solicited the help of Georgia's D, uh, of DA Barnhill's office and was met with promises to return their phone calls that never happened. It was discovered that the driver who killed Elester was previously hit another pedestrian in Coffee County. To this day, the DA Burns office has not attempted to reach out to the family to hear their concerns. Ryan Wills Eacock was a jailer at the sheriff's department at the time of the accident. Here we go, the bullshit. Joseph Manning, that's a white dude. On the New Year's Eve of 2018, the 50-year-old Joseph Manning attempted a gathering, attended a gathering with friends and suffered an incident accident that left him comatose for several days. Upon further questioning, it was discovered that Joseph sustained a blow to his head and was left in the pool of blood and vomit for 12 hours before anyone noticed, notified his family. There were adults and other attendees at the gathering who ignored Joseph's need for help and left him to die. The homeowner was arrested and released the next day. The family of Joseph Manning reached out to the DA's Burn Hills office to ask for an investigation of the case. They were simply told to get a lawyer. Joseph is now paralyzed and learned to walk, talk, and perform activities on a daily living again. And the last one is Quaderis Reed. Quaderis was an undergraduate at the Ware County High School class of 2015. 
which in high school, while in high school, Quadris obtained this, his CNA license. He received an academic scholarship to attend the SGSC as a full-time college student and worked at the Baptist Village as a CNA. Quadris was falsely, falsely accused of a crime he did not commit. Burns Hill's team of prosecutors presented the discovery the day of the arraignment, August 4, 2017. He received a copy of the discovery and it shows the DNA test was done on May 1, 2017 and they had the results back in May 4, 2017. The results were withheld. Coincidentally, we were told the discovery came back on the day of the arraignment. Burnhill did not disclose anything in the summary. Judge Gills questioned Burnhill about the withholding of the discovery. Burnhill then proceeded to defend the prosecutor's seizure, stating, quote, he was new on the job. Burnhill also allowed his prosecutor to take the witness out of the courtroom during the trial four times in our assumption to prepare to prep the witness. Quadrivius, a promising young man with his future ahead of him, is now serving a 20-year sentence. Ladies and gentlemen, this is some shenanigans. I'm going to say straight what it is. This is some bullshit. You know, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, boy Casanova is going to take a quick, 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 quick. When I come back, I'm going to play a video about this case, about Dr. Rashad. He has an awesome website, a YouTube channel. Also, he has a, t a radio station show. So, your boy Casanova is going to come back shortly for the block two, second and final block of this podcast. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laugh, season two, season three, episode 18, block two. This is the second and final block of this uh, uh, podcast, ladies and gents. And like I say, let me just play this video that I need you guys to listen to. Very interesting. Give him a second. Here we go. 
Okay, this is for those that want to know. This is a show called you can hashtag it's called hashtag indisputable tyt hashtag news. This is Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and he has this good channel, great information about all the things going on. And then he's going to talk about what I'm going to talk about, but he has more some specific information that I want you guys to listen to. Hold on for a second. Justice for Ahmaud Arbery has not been finalized. Even though the McMichaels and Roddy Bryan have been convicted of the murder. Oh man, hold on. Sorry for the technical issue that happened, but let me play again. Commercial just played the middle of it. <laughs> Anywho, let's try this again. Remix. For Armand Aubrey has not been finalized. Even though the McMichaels and Roddy Bryan have been convicted of the murder of Ahmad Aubrey, the DA has been indicted for covering up the initial murder. And it caused me to ask a question. I wonder if the DA has covered up a murder before. Well, guess what? I have found evidence, ladies and gentlemen, that this DA, Jackie Johnson, has likely covered up a murder before. And if we would have caught it then, maybe justice would have been swift in the Ahmaud Aubrey case, or maybe even the McMichaels may not have believed they had the protection of the DA to do what they did. The former DA of the Brunswick County, the Brunswick County Circuit, Jackie Johnson was indicted uh, back in September for covering up the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. But it gets deeper than that and more people are involved and I'm calling out every single one of them. It took police 74 days to arrest the killers of Ahmaud Aubrey. The GBI, Georgia Bureau of Investigation, says the primary reason for this delay is because the former Brunswick District Attorney Jackie Johnson delayed everything. Let's put up a picture of the now indicted district attorney. This is courtesy of the Glenn County Sheriff's Office. All right. I want you to remember that face because that's a thug. That's a criminal. For her alleged role in preventing a proper investigation, D.A. Johnson, 49 years of age, was indicted September 8th by a Glenn County grand jury on charges of violation of oath of public officer and obstruction and hindering a law enforcement officer or indictment states. She should have been indicted for aiding and abetting. Johnson was booked into the Glenn County jail in September about an, for about an hour on a $10,000 bond. But she was released on her own recognizance, which means she did not have to post any monetary bond. Johnson, now let me give you the background to how this happened. After these murderers killed Ahmaud Arbery, the district attorney at that time, Jackie Johnson, recused herself from working on the Arbery case and recommended the Waycross DA, which is a neighboring jurisdiction, the Waycross DA, George Barnhill, to take over. She sought assistance from Barnhill before turning the case over to him. So you got to follow it. All right. 
She has already gotten involved in the case because according to the narrative from the prosecutors, she is the reason why the police never arrested the McMichaels or Mr. Roddy Bryant. But on paper, what she did was she technically recused herself from the case and then recruited this guy. Let's put up his picture. This is Mr. Barnhill. She recruited Mr. Barnhill, a neighboring district attorney. Okay. According to the indictment, Johnson also knowingly and willingly directed two Glen County police officers not to arrest Travis McMichael, contrary to the laws of said state, the indictment says. George E. Barnhill, the elected DA for the Waycross Circuit, recused himself of the case. So he gets the case. He ends up recusing himself of the case uh, in February. Why? Because Ahmaud Aubrey's mother, her name is Wanda Cooper Jones. Miss Jones, a remarkable woman, I've interviewed her before, insisted that D.A. Barnhill had a conflict of interest. Barnhill said his son, his son works for Jackie Johnson, the Brunswick D.A., and that Greg McMichael worked in that office as an investigator and later retired. Do you see the connection here? They all know each other and they know each other very well. This is not a passive association. These people know each other very well. Let's put up a picture of Barnhill again because this guy has not been talked about like he should. Barnhill should be indicted. I'm gonna make the case for it. Barnhill wrote a letter. He gets the case, he later recuses himself, but before he recuses himself, he decides to write a letter to the Glen County Police Department telling them why they should not prosecute or arrest the McMichaels or Roddy Bryant. Barnhill's, Barnhill's letter to Glen County Police got national attention because in it, he justifies the deadly shooting of Aubrey, who was unarmed. The longtime prosecutor wrote, and I quote, we do not see grounds for an arrest of any of the three parties. It goes on to say, Travis McMichael, his father, Greg McMichael, and the man who he says shot the video, Brian Williams, were following in hot pursuit of a burglary suspect with solid firsthand probable cause. When was the last time you heard a DA sound like your defense attorney? Misquoting the law, citing facts not in evidence, contrary to the rule of law for said state, doing what's antithetical to what they were elected to do. This guy, Barnhill, that's exactly what he did. He wrote a letter to Glenn County saying, oh, no, there's nothing to prosecute here. And then cited law that was not accurate to the case at all. No evidence whatsoever. But here's the other thing. Jackie Johnson the DA who has been indicted, likely covered up another murder. Let me bring your attention to 2010. June 18th, Caroline Small, that's her name. A petite 35-year-old woman and mother of two set behind the wheel of her beat-up Buick Century with nowhere to turn. Police vehicles flanked her on two sides a shallow ditch 
was on another and a utility pole blocked her rear bumper. She was going nowhere. Let me show you a picture of the deceased, Caroline Small. After they shot her, she died. She never regained consciousness again. Unarmed but distraught, her crime to that point was only reckless driving and leading police on an erratic low speed chase that ended when her car tires flattened to the rims, spun out on a suburban street. Sirens blared and officers shouted as she put the car to reverse, then drive, then reverse. The car was not moving. It had nowhere to go. It could not move. Two officers stood ground near their cars, guns drawn. One cop says on the video, if she moves the car, I'm going to shoot her. An officer yelled. Small pulled forward. Eight bullets tore through the windshield, striking her in the head and the face. The shooting was captured on police dash cam video. Let me bring let me tell you why I'm bringing this to your attention. Jackie Johnson, when she was appointed D.A. and then ran for D.A. later, she inherited this case. Well, she presented evidence to the grand jury. Members of that grand jury, they have now come out and said she did not present proper evidence to them based on what they know about the case now. So grand jury members have broken protocol to say that they regret not indicting those cops, but they did not indict those cops because the DA, Jackie Johnson, presented misleading information about their death, about the death of this one woman and about their shooting this one woman, Caroline Small. Here's what else happened. The GBI believed it was, in fact, murder. One retired GBI agent said he had never seen such a clear case of police misconduct and murder. He said that for the record, it went nowhere. Same DA. All right. This is uh, one of the most extreme cases of government corruption and cover-up. However, it's not the only one. To talk more about this, I have Molly Palmer, uh, criminal defense attorney and legal analyst. Molly, thank you for being on the show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Tell me how you see this legally. You work in the legal field. We got a lot of dirty people. That's my conclusion. What are your thoughts? Listen, not only do I work in the legal field, I work in Georgia. That is the yeah. state I practice in. And you're right. I mean, you talk about government corruption and prosecutorial misconduct at the most extreme level. I'm so glad you're talking about it, Dr. Ritchie, because I know that after the Ahmaud Arbery verdict, a lot of people said, well, this is justice. But partial justice is not justice. And I think looking at as to why the McMichaels and Roddy Bryant weren't indicted for months is part of bringing justice to the Deep South, to this part of rural Georgia, where this kind of stuff has been going on for who knows how long, decades. George Barnhill, the letter that he wrote in April after reviewing Ahmaud Arbery's autopsy when he was recusing himself, should never have offered an opinion about whether or not he should prosecute the McMichaels. And yet he lays out in two pages why he believes there are no grounds for charges against these individuals. He's still in office, okay? Jackie Johnson, she was voted out. We have Keith Higgins in her place. There have been a lot of changes since DA Higgins took that role down there in that district. She's been indicted. But George Barnhill remains in office. He is the district attorney of the Waycross Circuit, and he has suffered no repercussions for his role in delaying the prosecution 
for those who killed Ahmaud Arbery. And it's shocking. And I'm so glad that you're talking about it. Yeah, and it's really interesting. Um, I know Higgins. I've had Higgins on my radio show. He ran as an independent candidate. He actually worked for Jackie uh, Johnson. Uh, Barnhill, who initially received some media attention, has largely been left out of the conversation, but we're going to put him squarely back in the middle of it. Um, very well said uh, about how this is really indicative of, uh, of the criminal justice system, specifically in southern states. All right, ladies and gents, as you saw the report of Dr. Rashad Ricky, Richie, and I agree 100% what has been done. Now, if you want to know more about the letter, I'm not, I got the letter here, but I'm not going to read it because it's going to be too long. But once again, you can go to this website called www.barnhill, barn is spelled B-A-R-N Hill H-I-L-L Must Go dot org and over there you can read it say right here uh, read Barnes Hill Ladder that's a yellow icon that you can click it click on it and that ladder is going to I read the ladder and was just I was appalled because this is crazy one thing about me you already know two things that I hate is greedy people in injustice. I hate injustice. Regardless, black people, Democrat, whatever party, whoever is black people, white people, Democrat party, the Republican party, whatever you involve with corruption and involved with injustice, I hate it. And I know what, if you do the crime, I truly believe, if you do the crime, you do the time. I have no mercy on their asses. I don't care who it is. Family members, friends, whatever. If you do some stupid shenanigans, you're going to get the charges. And you deserve that. No doubt. So, when it comes to this piece of crap, Mr. Bernard Burns Hill, and keep in mind, he's, he had 35 years. Think about all these cases. I just, I just mentioned one, two... Three, four cases. I just mentioned four cases that happened. Think about in 35 years, all these shenanigans that he has dismissed or didn't give a damn about it. You know what I'm saying? So this is crazy, ladies and gents. This is crazy. And I hope, I pray to God, that finally all the people in Georgia, the, 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 the new DAs and the, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Bring, now listen to it and bring the charges because these mofos need to be completely out of office and they need to be, once again, like I say, they need to be behind bars because this is crazy. Think about all the lives that they destroy and the misconduct and the corruption just because they know people and uh, they associate with the corrupt people. They all need to go. And on that note, ladies and gents, your boy. And on that note, ladies and gents, I would like to thank all of you people for listening to this awesome and international podcast. Good wine and good laughs. Please keep sharing with all your friends and family. Good wine and great laughs podcast is coming all the way from the bottle 
moving straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Once again, feel free to visit my website, goodwinegreatlabs.wordpress.com. You can also go to my Facebook page, Good Wine and Great Labs podcast by Casanova the Comedian. My Instagram page, once again, is Casanova the Comedian. Please feel free to make a comment on which episode that you listen to it. Once again, this is your boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. Let's get out of here. Season 3 has only two more episodes. And I wish you a great weekend. And holla at your boy later. Pushing my back, like a push out on the block Holding my back